Hello there. I am Pinker. I am an artist, mom, and creative business owner. I hope to empower you to follow your heart and take action with clarity and consistency. Welcome to the Thriving Woman Artist Podcast. Hello. Welcome, welcome to a new episode. Today we're gonna welcome Daya, Daya Mita. I hope I pronounced your name all right. Welcome to Thriving World. Oh, everything right? Yes. <laughs> Hello. Yes. We are we are recording. It's in windy, windy Dutch weather. Uh, it's uh, cold here, but we are in a very cozy studio. I'm now in my husband's studio. It's a it's a music recording studio, and it's I I know. Daya for a long time. Um, actually, we have communication. I have been to your studio, by the way, during the COVID time um, once. Yes, but I wasn't there, so we, yeah. we were in the same place but didn't meet each other. Yes, and uh, I always uh, want to invite you to, to the show. And finally, you are here. Thank you for making time. Thank you for invitation. Yes, and a lot I admire far away uh, on your Instagram. I see all the beautiful watercolor landscape, city landscape. And tell us a little bit about your personal journey, artistic journey, please. And uh, we would like to know. Oh, that's interesting because my artistic journey started at the school. Mm-hmm. When I was 10, I went to art art class in my gymnasium. And uh, <laughs> a few times just I met my school mate and she said oh you was so bad painter in the school <laughs> because when I joined <laughs> when I joined this class everybody are already studied maybe two years and they came to this class in the middle of year and maybe I was the worst student <laughs> there so but I I love to to draw I love to paint and I I spend a lot of time with these things and after I had a masters in design because my parents decided to they thought that artist is not good profession that i will be hungry without money like homeless <laughs> like usually people imagine artistic life so when they said you should go to university <clears throat> to study design say so, okay it's very close to to art but in my students time i spent all my time with the drawing and painting i came to university at nine morning and i finished my drawing sessions at 10 p.m so when it was a big problem with my main profession because teachers started asking me you're studying design not art you should change the university yes yes but i i graduated it and i couldn't find job as a artist because what you can do it wasn't so popular this time usually like popular with adult people like now illustration you and art and watercolor you can do many courses and many things this time when i graduated it was not so popular and i could teach children but i didn't have education like a teacher and it was a big problem and i could work like artist but nobody need artist like artist <laughs> So I think, okay, I should try to work as a designer. And I understood that I I don't have enough knowledges and don't have enough experience like designer. And I got one more program. It was a super nice uh, British British School of Art and Design. They, they had 
campus in Moscow and they did super nice short courses like it's it was like one week intensive course with the super professionals from the design area from illustration and it it was really super nice designers and artists and art directors so i i got two courses there and it it made me more powerful in design and five years or six years i worked as designer in uh, i worked in uh, advertising design but i didn't like it at all a lot i tried to do my best but my soul was with paintings <laughs> and one day i did one design project i did uh, advertising for one one monastery they needed to make design for touristic agency like to I needed to make a plan of monastery and pick buildings, what you can find here, find here, like map. And uh, I needed to make a low logotype and everything. And they didn't have good quality photos and pictures. I say, I can't do, you cannot print it after on the paper or on the like big size. You should send me better quality pictures. They say, no, we don't have, we are a monastery. What we can do, we, we don't have stuff to make good pictures. I say, okay. And I decided to paint it. Yeah, I saw so. I, <laughs> I had watercolor. I think, okay, I will do everything like illustration style. And I create logotype, uh, like watercolor angel. It, it was nice. And I mixed everything. And I, and I painted this view, <laughs> top view of this monastery. It was nice. But before I, I didn't like watercolor in university. I hated watercolor because I didn't know about good quality materials we painted watercolor on a big size a paper it was paper for graphic without texture it was cellulose paper not thick and everything was horrible and we didn't study the way how to paint watercolor mm -hmm. it was layer washed it out one more layer one more layer and everything became super dirty and oh my god it was horrible and I did this this project in watercolor, but more fresh, like illustration. And I think, no, I I I want to paint more. And I went to paint a plane. I painted outside, and I understood that I don't have enough skills with watercolor. And in few few time, I found one workshop of one Chinese artist, Chin Chun Wei. He yes. he came to Moscow with. A, do you know him? Yes, I uh, not go to went to his workshop, but I yeah admire all different uh, landscape work, watercolor artists. Yeah, so he's a super great artist, and he came to Moscow with the workshop. I I I came there and I understood that exist another materials, pigments with <laughs> in tubes, cotton paper, and different brushes. Not only squirrel soft brush, and you should do everything with this one brush and it. He opened like new world <laughs> to me, yeah. and and you know he's he's very powerful person with a with a good mood with a good energy, mm -hmm. and he spread this energy around like yes you can do this, and he came to me, say oh you paint very well, <laughs> what do you do for your like like your job? I say work as designer. He said oh my god this is horrible. I said really why? 
Say, I worked as designer half of my life and I know that's horrible. You should do what people say you must to do. See, I hate it. Now I'm an artist and I can do what I want and give to people what I want to, to show and to give them. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Continue painting. <laughs> that was how many was... years ago? Hmm? That was how many years ago you get advice from him? Ooh, I think maybe nine years ago. Wow. We're going to share the, in the show notes the, the, the artist's name. And the, yeah, no, yes, he, he's a great artist. And one thing he said, I, I, now I say the same to my students and because I remember it. He said, I ask my students all the time, how do you think? Are you genius? And usually they say, who, me? Oh, no, no, I'm not, no, I'm not. So how you can answer, I'm not? If you don't think that you're a genius, how other people will think it about you? Oh, <laughs> I like it, I like it's it. Great. And he said, see, I am a genius artist and I'm a genius teacher. <laughs> he made, during his painting, he, he did one stroke, brush stroke, like, shik, look yeah. at this, genius brush stroke look how is it beautiful and it was so nice because it's when you are studying that's super important because usually we fix our attention mm -hmm. on the things what we did wrong like yeah. oh here maybe here okay but this part i don't like this i don't like this is not good yeah. but if you change this way and yeah. you will think maybe this part is not good enough but this brush stroke is genius yes you can you can go further. You can you can be more powerful. You can keep better mood during your painting, during your studying and painting. I, That's I, yes. It, they he help you to find your potential. He exaggerating the potential because that is unlimited. That is the you know you can because most of us are we always focus on our weak points, and then the more we look at it, the more look at the picture that we are not good at, and then we would demotivated and uh, yes i'm not good enough you know i always have people better than me but then you look at your good things then you want to do another good things another good things like a very good reaction of of a good stroke and motivate you to try new things and otherwise you look at the weak things and yeah i'm always make mistakes and then maybe the, you know what is a mistake for painting yes and this is great because i started tell it to my students as well because People don't think like this usually, but it's so easy to change this way. Like and you know, when I started to try more and more paint, my first watercolors was not, not good. I want to see <laughs> it. I, I, I will show you later. Yeah. And what I started to do, for example, I painted one artwork and I think, oh, I don't like this, I don't like this, but this part I like. I started cut it and make like small postcards with small pieces with parts what i really like maybe it's one figure or one window in the building or or something oh. like sometimes and and it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger oh, <laughs> all the time wonderful. yes that's nice because usually we when we start we think oh i will make mistake uh, what we are afraid it's just piece of paper yes what we can do worse yeah. Every stroke what we put there, it will be better than yes. empty paper. Yeah. You will, I don't know, lose 
three euro to this paper. That's not so big problem like we create in our head. And yeah. it, it 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 usually blocks our our power to to continue our improvement. Yeah. And also a lot of people when they come to pain, they always have like a masterpiece in their minds. And it's so interesting that you you take that out. You don't like expect I always like trust your journey and then just concentrate one stroke at a time. And you don't need to paint for whole flower, just paint one leaf on the other separate paper. Paint paint one petal. When you have the skills and then then the rest is easy. You can like first make your bricks and then the whole architecture and the whole building will be a lot of problems. Yes. And so I really don't, don't love... compare your painting with others or with the no. know, another artist's painting. Yes. And then, so your journey starts that moment is like aha moment for you. Like that's more than design. That's something you really want to do. That moment from the Chinese uh, art, art class, from the Chinese painting class. My, I think my professional uh, I, watercolor journey started with this artist. Yes, yeah. with this workshop. <laughs> because after that, I, I started think to change this design profession to the art profession after his words i started thinking a bit more and more and more and more wow wonderful i think a lot of artists gonna quit their not nice job and keep on find something they they resonates them and something they stop them because they are mindset but don't quit the job yet we don't encourage you quit your whatever you're doing now save up first <laughs> don't don't quit everything yet, okay? Um, so, um, do you uh, along the way of your artistic journey, do you have faced some challenges in your creative creation or any challenges? What things like now you have the power, but there is some challenges along the way, or you say, "Oh, I don't, I don't have." I think I have challenges every day. <laughs> <laughs> challenges every day. Oh my god! Yes. Sometimes are smaller, sometimes are bigger. Indeed, yeah. Um, maybe name one or two specific if you if you can think of. Maybe like this. My biggest challenge was when I gave birth, when my son was born. I <laughs> I went to hospital and at home I prepared my table with paper with brushes and in my head I think I will come back home. He will sleep nearby me and I will paint. But <laughs> my world. <laughs> was broken because he was crying during three years <laughs> and I, I tried to find a way how to paint it was very challenging yeah. but I think when you love to do something that's not like really challenge to you it's like part of your life that's right you, and I, I don't you how did you over sorry I interrupt you how did you overcome how did you find time to do it when you have when you don't have enough time mm -hmm. you start to make more like feel more value every minute oh i have three minutes i can do this i can do this this five minutes when you have unlimited free day time you don't do nothing because you think oh a lot i will drink tea i will i don't know watch a movie and i will do something else and you you create many things to do and at the end you feel like oh i i spent whole day for nothing but I'm when you have very very busy schedule Mm -hmm. You you can spend every, every minute for good things. Yes, I love like, it. Like with, with my son, I don't know, my mother came, okay, 
<laughs> give baby to her and now I will paint a little bit one hour or he he fall asleep. Oh now I have 20 minutes I will paint and oh, <laughs> like this. It's so good because a lot of artists they say, Where well, you know how 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 do you find time? And and I always think there's always time. You can squeeze some time. Even you're waiting for the bus for the metro. You can, you can. Yes, that's true. Sketch. Make sketches. Yes. Um, Even when you when you're in the metro, you can make sketches of different persons there. It's a life model in front of you. You know, I go to a cafe sometimes. I drink something, and then I say, "Wait a moment. I don't feel like drinking. I just the tea is getting cold, and then I just do the sketch." <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Because, because because you like it and you don't feel like it's a special thing for what you have to find extra time. No. I usually I, I think like that with the sport. I, I had to go to the gym and all the time I think, oh I don't have enough time. I but of course I can do exercises at home or every minute when I have free I don't know, three, five minutes I can do some exercises. But I don't like it and I try to explain to my head, no, no, don't do it. We don't have enough time. <laughs> Sports school like us, because we pay for the membership and we never show up. <laughs> so interesting. Um maybe next year in a now we're gonna do more sport. And can can you also um, elaborate? Do you collaborate with other artists? And um, uh, what does collaboration mean to you? Collaboration, I, I don't know. I how we, uh, it's not like collaboration to create some artworks. I I do more collaboration in my studio. Like I invite different art artists to make workshops. Mm -hmm. That's super nice because in in Russia, watercolor is very popular. So many people paint watercolor and it's super modern wave. And and when I moved here, I understood that nobody know about watercolor. Even when I started make workshops, people started to ask, oh, just watercolor. Do you have acrylic or oil paintings? Yeah. <laughs> just watercolor. Okay, we can try. We never tried it and started to come more and more and more people who started to try watercolor in my studio. So they say, oh, that's so nice. We, th we thought it's the most difficult technique, but it's so interesting. Mm -hmm. And my 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 dream is uh, to make watercolor paintings more popular in Netherlands, because in other countries, like in Italy or in China, it's super popular. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of artists. And here, not like that. Let's I make it create... a Yeah, let's make I the watercolor to... popular here in Holland. <laughs> Yes, I want to create watercolor like community yes, in Holland. Let's do that. Nice to organize plein airs like art festivals, watercolor festivals. Let's so do I that. Started... <laughs> I want. It's my plan. Yeah, let's find a location. <laughs> I started invite different artists from different part of the world to make workshops, and they started to get more and more students. That's nice. So I collaborate with them like that. I invite them like teachers to my studio. Yeah, I think that's good. That's kind of collaboration you need. And also you can learn from the best, best, best of the best. And meanwhile, you can also um, learn the techniques and also meanwhile, uh, how you organize a different kind of skill set. And uh, You mean to organize and to to be a painter yeah and then you know it's kind of like you're also learning 
the, the, the skills from the masters, from different uh, international well-known artists. And meanwhile, you organize things for them. And also, it's organizing is totally different skill set than the creative side. It's also quite, uh, yeah, it's quite challenging at the beginning. You have to do everything and people coming from different countries. It's, it's t- totally different skill set. I'm, I'm not so good at it yet. <laughs> so me too because when i when i created the studio <laughs> it wasn't only make a workshop it was a huge part of administrative work to make a schedule to create invoices and accounting and everything everything it's a, i think it's even bigger than the workshops <laughs> so with the studio i started make like business Yeah. So for uh, I, I thought it's not not about me at all because I'm so bad I can't concentrate when I see this excel or something I'm still doing voices in Adobe Illustrator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I recognize now because I just have a studio outside my house and I, what are you describing you know like you won't have a studio work but then instead of working you have a lot of time like at least 40% of my time doing administrative things and non-creative related. But it's also, <clears throat> I think it's, uh, there's a choice we made, you know, um, it's means there is business going on, but it's, you, you can, the time you're painting, you don't need to worry about paying the rent because there is income coming in. But on the other hand, we also need to spend, be careful, <coughs> sorry, <clears throat> Be careful with the time because we have less time to do creative work because there's some email to answer and some invoice to send out or, or pay, <laughs> you know. So we each time for us, each each hour is very precious. So I don't want to take too long for your time as well. I want you to go back to your work. Um, so maybe can you um, lead us through how you balance uh, your life and life with work because you have studio in Amsterdam, you work in, I, I, I know you, you live in different city. So how you balance your life and work? In- I don't have balance. <laughs> <laughs> you work too much. <laughs> I work too much, but I don't feel that it's like 100% of my time. This work. No. Because I love, love to do that. And when I'm painting, what is it? Rest or work? Oh, it's yeah. for my work. It's for my work. But it's so big pleasure to me. And how I can yeah. account it? Like like what? I can I can paint at the, at the studio, came back home and continue paint here. Like, like rest. I don't know how... Maybe from outside it looks like not balanced, like oh you're working all the time. Yeah. But I don't know, somebody is watching TV when they have rest. I'm I paint after after work and for me this rest. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like you really want it, but sometimes I also when I I, uh, I recognize it uh, um, from you, you know, yeah, much younger version of me. <laughs> I really enjoy it. But I don't see it's a work because things you enjoy. Is but it is. What? But it is your work. Yeah, it is my work, but I don't see it's a work. I feel like it. Yeah, I just, I just put my ideas out there and just slowly doing something on the paper, and then come out something, and then look at the time. Oh, now it's twelve o'clock in the middle of night. So I need to get some sleep. You know, so 
I recognize that, um, yeah, I'm also like welcome to the messy creative club because I also unbalance with life and work. But I'm learning to get better a bit because um, uh, one day my daughter told me, and, and then I, I saw in a Christmas card, my, my picture mm-hmm. to draw a, a Christmas celebration. Mama's not there. And I realized, okay, there's a little message here. Mama is always working. Christmas time is also not there. So I, I start, mm-hmm. I start realize maybe I have to balance a little bit. To- yes, but it's not easy to find a balance. And even when you have your own like business, like studio, yeah. like you said, you have a lot of administrative things. And because it's, not about your artistic soul you spend more time to do this work maybe somebody who who likes to work with administrator administration they can do it better and faster yeah but it's a next step of improvement my business to to get more money and to find like assistant who will make all these administrations Yeah, I, I don't like administration. Them. I now hire my colleague to do it two days a week. You don't need to find somebody who work full time five days a week. You start with one day or two days a week. And I feel so happy. She's so happy and she she's doing everything. I feel so proud what she did. I feel so happy because the things I really you don't need. <laughs> I really suck with administration. I even like password, bank account detail, password, don't ask me. I have to call John like John, do you know what this is bank credit card? What is my password? Do you know, I'm all like a many messages. Yes, yes, I'm absolutely the same. <laughs> so, so, all right. So, um, how did you find your uh, creative voice and 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 your own like you work with your own tribe? You know, because when I first start this creative business, it's very difficult to like you want to fit in the style. And then meanwhile, I, I will struggle. But how did you find your creative voice? And there's always kind of one kind of way of painting. You always like it. You keep on doing it, refine it. Or you say, oh, that's the style. I like it. And I try a different way of painting. How does it work for you? I think it, it's happening. It's just happening. When you do, when you when you paint, I I visited a lot of workshops. I was so interesting how different artists are painting and first what you can do you start to to copy the way during workshop how they paint but not everything what you like to what i understood for for me not everything what you like to see like i like this artist i like this artist it's not like you want to paint because i don't know for example oh i like van gogh style or another (laughs) artist I like style but when I start to paint with this way I don't like it from myself mm-hmm. or maybe oh I love colors of Monet but I want to paint more bright colors it it goes from out from you something when you start to try 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 you can find the way what you like more you first you know I I love so much um, exposition in Van Gogh Museum yes here in Amsterdam because they made it not only his uh, artworks there there are his paintings and paintings of artists who influenced to him and you can you can see all this way how he explored his technique because he tried to 
paint like i don't know pontilism and he made dot 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 and it's bigger 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 because he couldn't make this so small dot maybe he didn't have enough patience and because he is not like this he tried okay he started move further tried to another technique and it works like that you first you should be inspired you can try and you step by step you explore what you want to to do how how you like your way fantastic yeah i i like it because a lot of people get inspired and i notice they keep on in get inspired they just copy exactly the same and they put it on there that's your that's their work but i say you can get inspired but you need to develop, develop further you can you have your own kind of signature you know then you'll be proud and next time you can just you can just copy no i don't know maybe everybody will see that this copy of another exactly. artist yeah. i think in few time maybe first time they are they are having a good mood because they painted something good like another artist but but in the future i, I think for really artistic persons it will not be good enough no. because they want to to say something from themselves not to be compared with another artist yeah and a lot you build a confidence by doing your own thing instead of number two of other yeah you always number one be you and and there's a lot of other you know other people already taking and then there's you and then you need to cherish the skills you have you had before but there's always something you can you know um something you have already and then plus some skills you can learn and then make a new combination of new skills. I always like the combination of new skill set, like with my watercolor <clears throat> and the calligraphy. Then I can make some calligraphy with my watercolor, and I like bright color. So then it's your signature, and then you have ownership, like certain confidence, and you can, with this confidence, you can develop different projects. Otherwise, you always have to see the reference, what other people do, and then you have less... I'm not sure for how other people do it. I feel I will have less confidence if I keep on looking at other people and then have to reference from others, get inspired, and then I do my work. But instead, I come from what I want to do or what what resonates you and then work on the skills, try out, try and fail and try a different way, try different, you know, if you fit with more media and then it's always, um, always good. Um, so what are you working right now and what do you see yourself 12 months from now on it's almost second last question <laughs> from now i want to make more powerful powerful my business i want to make it like art school and uh, i want to invite more artists maybe not not watercolor but close to watercolor like illustrations or different techniques because it's so nice to see people in your space who are inspired, who studied new skills and everything is crossing. I think when you, like you said, you can make watercolor with calligraphy and it's so nice when you have different skills and you can combine it in your artworks. I think that's great, like sketching. And yeah. so uh, my dream is to have full schedule, <laughs> five, five days in a week. 
full of students who come to the studio and paint and draw and explore new techniques. I see you and of... have a big building with 50 students in your studio. <laughs> My advice is to, of course, you can't when you came, when you just start something that's not easy. And all the time we compare us with a teacher or with another great artist. Mm -hmm. But it's nice to keep it like a point of your destination. But during the way, you have to find something good for your soul to continue to keep motivation and to continue do what you do. And that's why. Uh, words of this Chim Chun Wei, this artist, are so yeah. important. Yes, we're gonna definitely put this artist uh, in the in the show notes, and now everyone like, who oh, this artist changed your whole your life. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. And where can people find you and follow your work? When can can they find you? Maybe can you share? I have a website mittastudio.nl, and I have links to Instagram Daria Mitta. Mm -hmm. There yeah. and meet us also. I have two pages on Instagram and a website. We're gonna put everything on the show notes, <laughs> so you can <laughs> you can follow <clears throat> follow her classes. Maybe they can come to Amsterdam. Yeah, in little in the middle of the center, it's easy to travel <laughs> to get to Amsterdam. Like combination of the tourists plus study from from. I really couldn't pronounce it. Dia. Daya? Daria. Yes, Daya, Daria. Yeah. yeah. Follow your class. And also, she also invites international, well-known watercolor artists uh, from all over the world to come to paint in her studio. So, so lovely to see your blooming, your creative business. And, and I really love your color, your, your humor. And I really enjoyed the conversation today with you. So, so thank, thank you. Thank you so, so much. much. And, uh, was great. It was my first experience to <laughs> make interview like this. Yes, so. yes, and I think we we gonna we gonna meet up more often in the future. And I I would invite you to come to my studio in the future, and uh, maybe we can organize something together <laughs> and um, yes, see different side of uh, Amsterdam. Let's say Amsterdam not, but um, let's talk about more. And I wish you and the rest of the listener have a very happy 2024 <laughs> and thank let's you so much. Uh, make a new uh, new year special and uh, thank you for listening if you like this podcast you can um, share with your friend or give us a review or follow daya daya and uh, and then let's come back for more and uh, thank you for listening goodbye for now bye bye Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Please check out our show notes or our website, thrivingwomanartist.com. If you like this podcast, please write a review. See you next week.